Therefore, so that I would not exalt myself, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to torment me, so that I would not exalt myself. Concerning this, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it would leave me. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is perfected in weakness. Therefore, I will most gladly boast all the more about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may reside in me. So I take pleasure in my weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and in difficulties for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. 2 Corinthians twelve seven through 10 Have you ever prayed for healing, either for yourself or someone else, and they ended up not being healed? I have. It's a difficult thing to wrestle with at times. I understand and believe that Jesus is good and that He has the power over everything else in this universe. He is over cancer. He is over COVID. He's more powerful than tumors. And He loves me and He loves you. So when I beg Him to heal me or someone else that I love, why wouldn't He just do it when I ask Him to and how I ask Him to? For some people, this is too much to wrestle with and they decide either that God doesn't exist or that He doesn't care. The words of the passage we just read were penned by a man who was one of the greatest preachers who had ever lived. He loved Jesus, and more than he ever loved Jesus, Jesus loved him. But he describes this thing, and most people think it's a physical ailment, but it's something he has going on that's causing him suffering. And it wouldn't be taken away, and it wouldn't stop. I think if we look closely, we may find some things we can learn from him about why Sometimes God doesn't heal when we think He should. The first thing that is helpful is who He says the ailment comes from. He describes it as being from Satan. We need to understand that deeply and completely. Jesus does not hurt us for fun. The enemy of our souls, on the other hand, loves to see us suffer. God is not the source of our pain and suffering. But that does not mean He's not big enough to use it for His glory. Be careful about blaming God for the suffering you're enduring. I can confidently say today that He is not the source, even though He is over it. The second thing that sticks out to me is that Paul pleaded for God to remove it. That's helpful too if you think about it. You do not need to be so holy to try to remove yourself from the pain of what you're experiencing. It's totally okay for you to go to the Father and ask Him to take the suffering away. By all means, take it to Him over and over again. Ask Him for healing with a humble heart, understanding that He is not obligated to do what we want. The last thing, although there are plenty other things that we could talk about in this passage, is the way Jesus used it to bring Paul to greater understanding of who Jesus was. Paul wanted the pain to be removed at all costs. But what he was missing was that Jesus was able to use him better when he had this weakness. Jesus becomes stronger in us as we understand at deeper levels how weak we are. That is an incredible truth for us to understand when dealing with a pain that will not go away. If Jesus wins more, when we lose more, may we always lose more. The importance of this is that Jesus brought Paul to a place where he was no longer searching for healing, but he's now completely focused on the healer. Is it possible that Jesus has not healed you or the person you've been praying for because there's something you're missing about who He is? 
If it is possible, then maybe we should ponder that for a while and not just skip over it. Our prayer for you today is that you're able to refocus past the healing and on to the only one who will and continue to heal us deeply. Thank you.